Uh, I'm going to say no one's better than me. But <laughs> yeah, let's go. Blow up. Welcome, everybody, to the Monday, June 29th, 2020 edition of Locked On Dolphins. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first order. And the first order of business here on Locked On Dolphins today, I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Dolphins fan, managing editor of USA Today's DolphinsWire.com, NFL draft analyst at thedraftnetwork.com. First order of business is what we're going to talk about throughout the entirety of today's show. Not what I was planning on talking about today, but we can't not talk about Cam Newton signing with the New England Patriots. Because this move... First and foremost, it's how the Patriots continue to stay the Patriots. It's how the Patriots have been a 20-year dynasty relative to most other teams have a winning life cycle that spans, if you've got a great quarterback, six to eight years, and then you kind of regress back to mediocrity and you got to try and restock and rebuild. You see that with like the, the Seattle Seahawks with the successes they've had early and they, they make the playoffs, but they make the playoffs because they got a great quarterback. Not because they have a great team, because they had to pay their quarterback. Well, Patriots are kind of the exception of the rule, and the reason why is they always, because of their prestige at this point, and their player personnel approach with Bill Belichick, they're always able to find these kinds of deals. So Cam Newton will sign a one-year deal with the Patriots and make up to $7.5 million with incentives, but his base salary is like, Nothing. It's like a prove-it deal, right? So good players will take less to play in New England for a chance to win a Super Bowl, and Cam Newton is pissed off, and he's got something to prove. And he's going to bet on himself. He's going to put himself in the best position to bet on himself, and that's exactly what he did with signing with the Patriots. So this is a financially friendly deal for the Patriots. It's not a long-term deal. But if Cam Newton stays healthy and plays well, this could very easily parlay into a long-term deal between Newton and the Patriots. But this is is a shift that we as Dolphins fans were not. You know, it's always kind of been on the horizon as a maybe and a hypothetical. But this is, it's it's real now. This is not, we're not playing Jarrett Stidham week one anymore. We got to play Cam Newton. And if Cam's healthy, that's a whole different can of worms. So let's talk about this Cam Newton signing today. There's plenty to react to. There's, I have plenty of thoughts as far as the Patriots offense, how it is constructed now, how it was going to run with Stidham, how they're going to pivot and build off of it for Cam Newton, how the personnel matches up, how Miami should be bracing for week one impact with New England, and what we should expect that matchup to look like. Lots to get into, so we're not going to waste any time. Let's dive right in. The magnitude of this signing should not be overlooked in the fact that Cam Newton, when healthy, is one of the most unique challenges at the quarterback position to stop, and especially when you expand it and look at how the Dolphins have struggled 
to contain quarterback Josh Allen with the Buffalo Bills throughout the course of Allen's early career in Buffalo. Cam Newton is the plus passer form of Josh Allen as far as his height, weight, speed, his athletic ability, the strength in his arm, but Newton is a much more polished and cerebral passer, and he has better accuracy than Josh Allen does to all areas of the field. So, of course, as a Dolphins fan, there should be some alarms going off at the thought of Cam Newton. Now, Cam Newton also has had injury issues for each of the last two seasons. He had a shoulder issue which bogged him down and shut him down two games early at the end of the 2018 season to his throwing shoulder. And then in 2019, he played in two games while trying to play through a foot injury before being shut down for the entirety of the season. And with the Carolina Panthers engaging in a rebuild of their own and a regime change that included firing Ron Rivera before the end of last season, Cam Newton was deemed as expendable, and it was time to go and time for a new face of the franchise in Carolina. They have not settled on a long-term quarterback, but they do have Teddy Bridgewater on a short-term deal there. Cam needs to be able to string together a full 16 games, and he has not been able to stay healthy for each of the last two seasons. And if you're looking for, as a Dolphins fan, some kind of glimmer of hope that Cam Newton's not going to be the same version of Cam Newton that in 2017 put 45 points on the Dolphins on Monday Night Football. His style of play does promote higher frequency of wear and tear than your standard quarterback because of how often he runs the football. As a six foot five, 245-pound quarterback who was used a lot in QB draw and QB power, Newton has rushed for nearly 5,000 yards over the course of his nine-year uh, career and that includes missing 16 games out of his last possible 32 and 58 touchdowns. That's a lot of hits for a quarterback. And Newton being as big as he is, it's a testament to his athletic prowess that he has survived and thrived for as long as he has, despite this style of play, where Carolina often featured him as the short yardage back and in the red zone, where space is much tighter so there's no guarantee that the Patriots are getting a healthy version of Cam Newton. They will have effectively a 12-month redshirted Cam Newton. And if you follow Cam Newton on social media, you see he is he's very transparent with his workouts and he looks to be in great shape. And he is pissed off for greatness because the Panthers cut ties with him and all he wanted was a commitment from the Carolina Panthers. So now he has the chip on his shoulder. Does this make the Patriots de facto shoe-ins to win the AFC East again in 2020? I don't think so. But the Patriots' style of play will be interesting to watch because Josh McDaniels has had this blueprint of an athletic quarterback in his back pocket going all the way back to when he was the head coach in Denver, and they drafted Tim Tebow in the first round to be the team's starting quarterback. That, to me, is the primary takeaway as we look at the Cam Newton signing is they already have a mold and a model for this. They already have, they know exactly what this is going to want to look like because Josh McDaniels has been ready to run this offense for like seven years now. Well, he's going to get a chance to run it because Tom Brady is out and you have a much more 
imposing physical presence within the pocket who is a capable runner and a capable athlete. And he's now going to have 12 months of non-contact for sports to try and heal the foot injury that ended his season after just two games. The Locked On Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice, and that is why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. To make your own donation along with us, please visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. I want to talk to everybody about my friends over at Built Bar. Uh, I have just recently polished off the rest of my most recent order, uh, which I am ashamed to say is, is probably somewhere between three or four bars a day. Um, I blame myself. I don't blame Built Bar. Built Bar lived up to the billing as the best protein bar that these lips have ever touched. And I genuinely mean that because they eat like candy bars, not like protein bars. They're super easy to eat. They've got amazing flavors, dark chocolate, natural flavors. Uh, they've got fruit flavors and dessert fa- flavors alike. I myself, I gravitate towards more of the fruit flavors. They got chocolate raspberry, uh, chocolate orange cream. Uh, they have a, a great vanilla flavor as well. And it's almost like eating like a Three Musketeers or a Snickers. So it's not like gnawing on a piece of leather or a piece of cardboard, which some that's what you get with some protein bars. And not only do these things taste great, Built Bars are one-seventh the grams of carbs and sugar of your typical protein bar. They have just as much protein, and they're somewhere between 110 and 150 calories a bar. Literally a no-lose proposition. So to find out what all the fuss is about, with Built Bar, swing over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to save $10 off your first box. That's promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com and you can save $10 off your first box. So I guess our next question is, you know, how have the Dolphins fared against Cam Newton in the past? They've played Carolina plenty of times in the preseason, but they've only played two games that count against Cam Newton. And they played really well in one of those games, and still managed to find a way to lose because Joe Philbin was the head coach of the team. But that's neither here nor there. It was during, I, it, it might have been, honestly, it might have been during the feeling queasy season. It was 2013. They lost 20-16, to led 16-13 to in the final minute of regulation in Hard Rock Stadium, um, and went on to uh, give up a game-winning touchdown pass to... Greg Olson from Cam Newton in that football game. And this was, survey says, not the feeling queasy year. Of course it wasn't because they played the NFC South, not the NFC North. If you don't, if you don't know Joe Philbin and feeling queasy, that, that's a whole other can of worms I'm not getting into today because I don't feel like getting that, that much pissed off on the show. Uh, Dolphins lose at home 16-20, to proceeded to win their next three football games, and then lost their final two games to finish the season 8-8, eight and eight, which is very par for the course for Joe Philbin's Miami Dolphins. Um, the Dolphins in that game limited the Panthers to 159 yards passing and less than 300 total yards of offense. Uh, but at the end of the day, the team's leading rusher was Ryan Tannehill, I believe, with uh, yeah 36 yards. The only other two... 
players to touch the ball in the ground game were Lamar Miller and Daniel Thomas. 13 combined carries for 16 yards. It tells you all you need to know. It's just like every other Dolphins spotlight of the 2010s. It can't run the freaking ball. Um, so Cam Newton, some fourth quarter magic in that game, put together a clutch drive. Uh, the Dolphins were leading 16-6 to at halftime. 16-3 to with one minute left before halftime and proceeded to give up 17 unanswered points to lose the football game. So, yeah, real nice job, Joe. Um, the other time was 2017, and the Dolphins played the Panthers on Monday Night Football. And if you know anything about the Dolphins in primetime games, it went about as well as you would expect. The Panthers put 45 points on Miami. Cam Newton had 254 yards passing, four passing touchdowns, and rushed for 95 yards. Just completely embarrassed him. So the Dolphins are 0-2 against Cam Newton in Cam Newton's career. Now, thankfully, two games over nine years is a very small sample size. We'll get to double that sample size in 2020 if Cam Newton is healthy. I worry, as I mentioned earlier in the show, the dynamics of stopping Cam versus what stopping Josh Allen has looked like thus far for Miami. Uh, It hasn't been pretty. If you took Josh Allen's games against Miami out and put him against the rest of the league, uh, he is much closer to the uh, questionable pick that many people feel like he was and still is. Obviously, Buffalo fans notwithstanding, they just saw him lead into the playoffs and they won 10 games. So I understand why Buffalo believes in Josh Allen, but those on the outside are very skeptical. And if you look at his stats against Miami versus literally everybody else, it's two different stratospheres. And if the Dolphins can't figure out how to stop this mold of a quarterback, they're going to have a freaking problem. Because Cam is an A-plus passer version. Now, people who watched Cam Newton tape in 2019 and 2018, those 16 games he did play out of a possible 32, they're going to point to... Uh, some issues throwing the ball. They're going to point to he wasn't the same running threat. Well, the foot injury in 2019 obviously scaled him back. And he had a throwing shoulder injury in 2018 that down the stretch led to some very poor play. But at the midway point of that 2018 season, he was very good, statistically speaking, as a passer. So that's going to be the challenge for the Dolphins. And now two of the three divisional teams that they play, they now have four games against quarterbacks who pose that same headache of how do you get this guy on the ground? How do you contain this guy when you've got everybody covered and he breaks contain of the pocket? Can you tackle him? And then you start to get into the idea of how the Patriots are actually going to implement him versus how they built their offense. So what did we know about the Patriots before this signing for how they were going to play. We've said it on the show a couple of times. They're going to have to go back to old school, throwback, real ugly style of play. They're going to run the ball. They want to win dirty. They want to score little points. They want to control the clock and control the pace of the game. They were well aligned to do that, even with Jared Stidham or Brian Hoyer, because they've got a stable of backs. Sony Michelle, not living up to his billing as a first-round pick, but nevertheless... He is a capable between-the-tackles runner. Damian Harris, same thing. 2019 third-round pick. Very good at Alabama. Had a great season. 
uh, in 2018 that led to him being a top 100 selection. James White receiving back out of the backfield, a little bit more finesse. Rex Burkhead, another hammer. They've got maybe the best interior trio of offensive linemen in football with Joe Thune, David Andrews if he's healthy, and Shaq Mason. Former first-round pick Isaiah Wynn, who I was a huge fan of coming out of Georgia, at left tackle. And if you've got that good of a four, I really don't care who your fifth is. Just make sure it's a big body that's going to get in the way. They had the stable. They already had the infrastructure to run heavy at you. Now think about run heavy, and I want you to stew on that. Run heavy concept. Think about, okay, now they went out, they added two tight ends in Devin Asai from UCLA and Dalton Keene from Virginia Tech, two athletic kind of Swiss Army knife type tight ends, and they drafted them both in the third round of this year's draft. So now, heavy personnel, powerful style running attack. Now we got multiple tight end sets involved. That's how, that's how they were going to attack before Cam Newton even got into the picture. And now think about Cam Newton and all the ways that Carolina used him. QB power. QB draw. Zone read. Run at you and dare you to try and fill and slam up into that gap. But if Cam Newton keeps the ball, they've now got an extra blocker. That's the challenge of running quarterbacks. And that's the challenge the Dolphins are going to be faced because they can now package a bunch of play-action passes, a bunch of QB power concepts, counter concepts, QB keep concepts, zone read concepts. Newton, the athlete, is a huge asset now to the Patriots because now they're no longer just a lumbering three yards and a cloud of dust offense. they got to do with a cannon arm who's six foot five, 245 pounds, who is more than capable of slamming up into that A-gap behind a running back and using your running back as a lead blocker to, to eat that fill from a linebacker off the second level, and now it's Cam Newton one-on-one with your backside linebacker scraping to try and get in front of him to bring him down, and if he doesn't get his pads across, now Cam's up into the third level one-on-one with the safety. It's a challenge. Of course, the challenge for Cam, conversely, is his style of play, as we said earlier, is conducive to taking a lot more hits. So can he stay healthy through this style of play? I don't know. But what I do know is from a X's and O's perspective, Cam Newton, his running presence and athleticism into what was already going to be an aggressive, in-your-face rushing attack, and now you got heavy tight end sets with the guys who are athletes and SISI and Dalton Keene rookies this year, that you can get those guys involved in the passing game and go play action pass off of all of those concepts. How did the Dolphins stop that? I'm glad you asked. That'll be the last thing we talk about on the show, but not before I talk to you about my friends at rockauto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business that's been selling auto parts customers online for over 20 years. So go to RockAuto.com right now to shop for the auto and body parts that you need from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake 
parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks to deliver directly to your front door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers alike. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all of the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. How do we combat the Cam Newton offense as a team, the Miami Dolphins? How do you defend all of the components from a rushing perspective and run fits and gap discipline that the Patriots are going to test you with. How do you accommodate that? How do you reconcile that? For the Dolphins specifically, their roster, play against the Patriots with Cam Newton as the quarterback is going to come down to a few players in my mind. I automatically think of uh, the, the middle of the defense, your interior defenders, specifically on the second and third level of the defense. If you are Raekwon McMillan, you have to be a stud against the Patriots because you got to fill that gap and you got to make sure that that gap is flush with the rest of the line of scrimmage. you got to make sure you're going to force these ball carriers from this New England offense to bounce laterally and get outside when they don't want to because that's going to get them off script and your team's speed for Miami can take advantage of that. Close the space. Close the distance down. If you're Guayquan McMillan, you've got to be a stud to run through running backs and get to Cam. And you got to get a firm hit on Cam. you got to wrap Cam up. Because you cannot let Cam Newton carry momentum into the second and third level of your defense. If he does that as a runner, you're toast. Because your backside linebacker is going to be trying to scrape over top to fit in. Cam's too big, strong, and fast. He's going to have that angle beat. That linebacker is going to have to try and bring him down with an arm from the side. It's not going to work. And then Cam's going to be romping out into your secondary. That won't work. So for the Dolphins, your play side linebacker, Raekwon McMillan, you're going to be a boss against the Patriots. Your safeties, specifically Eric Rowe comes to mind with the coverage that he provided against the Patriots or against tight ends. Patriots are going to run probably a lot of two tight end sets. Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry, two tight ends. Probably one of these guys is going to be on the line of scrimmage. Another one's probably going to be off the line of scrimmage in the backfield. Eric Rowe, you got to cover tight end. you got to be able to play run and pass equally because the first time you oversell into a run fit they're running behind you so you got to make sure that you neutralize the tight ends as best as you can and you force cam to throw to more far-reaching targets don't let him have the layups over the middle of the field with guys that are wide open so we want to congest between the tackles that falls on raekwon mcmillan Primarily as our plug linebacker. And this is why it gets important to get into specifics uh, from a personnel perspective. How do the Dolphins evolve from week to week? Having a guy like Raekwon McMillan 
against the Kansas City Chiefs is going to effectively be useless because they're going to spread you out. Raekwon's probably not going to play a lot of snaps in that game because their pass frequency, they like to use the quick game as an extension of the run game. Raekwon McMillan doesn't have the range or the man-to-man cover skills to be a value in that specific matchup. But against a team like the Patriots, you better believe he's got value. So if I were to name defensive X factors for the Patriots game, I'd say Raekwon, Eric Rowe. Those are our first two guys. They're going to have to play big boy football games if the Dolphins are going to contain this offense. We'll obviously learn more as Kim gets into the system. We get some reports on uh, what the expectations are for the team. That'll be something we closely monitor as the AFC East landscape has definitely now shifted. So keep an eye out for that. I'm going to keep an eye out for you. And when we see it, we're going to talk about it here on Locked on Dolphins. So make sure you keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. That is going to do it for us today. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs. I thank you for tuning in. Tomorrow's Power to the Pot. It's your show. Your questions, your hot takes, whatever you want to bring, tweet them at LockedOnFins with a PH, or leave me a review on the show with your question, and I will make sure I tackle as many as I possibly can. If there's a repeat performance of last week, I can't get to them all. I can't get to 65 questions in a single show. But the ones I don't get to, you'll probably see some written content based off of that over at DolphinsWire.com as well. So don't be shy. Send your questions, your topics, your hot takes over, and we'll tackle them tomorrow. Thanks, as always, for listening. Kyle Krabs signing off on Locked on Dolphins.